No guards, no masters, only helpful advice. It's Red Dead Redemption with Auckland Union representative Justine Sachs. Kia ora Justine, how are you today? Kia ora Rachel, I'm good thanks, and you? Good thank you, nice to hear from you. We've got some questions from the BFM listeners. Uh, do you want to start us off there Zoe, what have yes, you got? sure, so this person says, what are some good things to ask at job interviews from a union slash looking out for myself perspective? I had a good think about this and I made a little list and I think I could go on for quite some time. <laughs> so just, just want to flag that. But in terms of asking um, at a job interview, I would ask about um, the workplace culture and big red flag would be, we're like a big family here. Because um, yeah. that basically says to me that your, this workplace doesn't have any boundaries. <laughs> um, the other thing I would want to ask about was how pay reviews and pay rises work and the opportunities for um, professional development. Um, the things I would look out for just in terms of like any contract, right, is just making sure there's no 90-day trial, um, making sure there's no clause saying you can't discuss your salary. Both those things would be a big red flag for me that this isn't a very supportive workplace because mm. neither, neither of those things are legal. Well, you know, they're legal for some small businesses, um, but uh, the 90-day trial, the salary thing, that's... Mm. That's only illegal if you sign on the dotted line that you're not going to discuss your salary. So if an employer puts that in, it's a pretty big red flag. Um, yeah, and ask about work-life balance. That's something I would definitely ask. Like, how does, how does this company support my work-life balance? I think, you know, it's a tight labor market, so it's definitely the time to be asking these kinds of questions of employers yeah. and kind of turning the tables a little bit. So really encourage people to, to go for it, yeah. And, and I think that's a, a fair point to add there as well. It can be quite a scary thing when you're trying to get a job and maybe it's a job you really want to ask yeah. those questions. But, you know, you should feel like that's an okay thing. Is that right? Absolutely. I mean, I think you've got to, you know, do uh, sort of analyse the playing field, right? Like if it's... Um, if there's not such a tight labor market then maybe you know you you do have to be a little bit more careful because it's the power it's just the power balance right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but in this in the current labor market at the moment it's really really tight and people um you know employers are desperate for workers and i think it's a good opportunity to kind of balance that a little bit and demand better at work so i think um yeah don't miss out like definitely ask these questions cool that's good to know we've had a text from someone who said hey justine people at work have started questioning whether we should still be able to work from home covid's still a big factor for me and i've also just found it so much better with my schedule to be able to work from home i'm feeling the pressure from my colleagues who've chosen to go full-time back into the office any ideas well um you know i think it's about time that um, companies come out with policies around working from home that allow people to sort of move forward to be able to work from home if that's what they choose to do, Um, like if that's what they want. Because, I mean, I think like the pandemic has definitely proven people can work from home and work from home well. So, you know, I don't know, like, it it sucks that people are still in limbo. A lot of companies have gone ahead and said, okay, you know, we have a flexible policy or they've they've said, okay, we want to develop a policy around around work. And so I guess, like, um, I would encourage you to have that chat, you know, to say, like, I actually think we should have a policy around it. It shouldn't just be, like, this limbo, like, wow, this still a pandemic because actually working from home should be a thing even outside COVID, right? Like, um, for people who can 
Yeah. I don't see why it shouldn't be able to, you know. Um, a lot of, like, a lot of places, um, you know, like in America, where people have forgotten there's a pandemic, they're still doing hybrid, um, like, working from home. Um, lots of places offer work, uh, remote work, so it's becoming really normalised. So I think... Um, I think you should definitely feel confident to just say like i think we should be developing a policy we've been working really well um i don't see any you know need to have a blank rule that everyone needs to return and i think you know again it's a tight labor market i think like just stressing that flexible working is really important mm -hmm. to be able to recruit and retain staff so um and yeah totally um understand that COVID is still a big COVID is still a big issue for a lot of people so um you know i think you should also be able to communicate that um don't feel peer pressured by your workmates though i mean um like yeah why would <laughs> if they want to go back into office that's their you know cup of tea <laughs> you should, um i mean if your boss is is supporting you i think you should definitely feel sort of confident going forward but i i think workplaces need to have policies around yeah. this so that's what i would try to initiate yeah totally okay good one there we've just had one come through on the text machine from someone who says uh how does one get into union work and where should i start how, um well that's a so in terms of like working for a union i i suppose um the way that you get involved in that is you become a union member. So unions um, sort of are democratic institutions, yeah? And when you're a union member, you have the ability to engage in unions to um, become a workplace rep, like a delegate, that's what we call them, or, uh, or attend trainings or just get involved in the democratic process. And through that, you kind of get experience with the union and how it works. And, um, you know, often when there is, like, openings to work for a union, they will hire someone who is a workplace rep already because they, would, you know, they're known, they're trained, and they know what's up, and they share union values. So mm -hmm. um, that's pretty much my number one advice is um, join a union, get involved, be engaged, and, um, and yeah, wait for the opportunity. That's, that's my best advice for that. Good advice. What, we've got one last question here, Zoe. What is this yes, one? Yes, okay, so this person says, how much say does a boss have over what you wear to work? I've heard my boss, a man, telling other employees, all women, that their shoes are too loud and clumpy and their perfume is too strong and distracting. Really doesn't sit right with me, but don't know where to go or what to do as he's the boss. Other employees uh, say uh, they don't mind, but I don't like it. It's got weird vibes, um, I'm not going to yeah. lie. <laughs> yeah, that's really strange. Um, he sounds like a toddler, but anyway. Um, <laughs> Your shoes are too clumpy. Your <laughs> yeah, shoes are too clumpy. Like, excuse me? Um, I, you know, uh, workplaces can mandate uh, dress codes um, or uniforms, especially if necessary because of, like, health and safety reasons or, you know, because you're dealing with, like, certain types of equipment, et cetera, et cetera. Um, that said, this doesn't sound like that at all. Uh, that, this just sounds like sort of um, invasive personal comments that a boss mm. is making because he sort of can, right? Um, so I think you're right to feel uncomfortable. Um, I think this is definitely a discussion that you could potentially have with your union rep or even HR. It's just not... Yeah, it's, uh, it might not technically break any rules, uh, is what I would say. Like, I'm not sure that it, you know, technically would, would violate any any particular policies or even rules or laws, but it definitely is, to me, uncomfortable and kind of verging on that. Um, so I guess, I think, you know, someone needs to have a talking to him about professional communication because that's, you know, that's a personal comment about someone's 
What would your advice be if this is a small workplace? Because I can imagine if this was like a little shop or a little cafe, I'm not sure where this person does work, they haven't said, but yeah. if it was that sort of environment where you don't necessarily have a union rep or an HR person, maybe it is just the boss and you guys, how would you handle that then? You know, I think um, in that case, it would depend on the person who was at the receiving end of those comments, um, wanting wanting that to progress in any kind of way. Because I think, um, I think, as I said, like, I mean, uh, well, what I would say in all in all sort of um, situations like that is like it's it's always better to have a collective effort. Yep. So it's like collectively we want to raise this issue because I don't want in a small business for someone to single themselves out. Um, you know, uh, I think that can create risk, and and sometimes you know people will be brave and they will do that, and I think um, you know all power to you, and that's awesome. But I would generally say that that making it a collective issue is the best way to go about that. And it sounds like in this case that the person on the receiving end doesn't isn't willing to do that. And I so I wonder if in a small workplace, um, unless you are brave and willing to discuss it with your boss. I mean, I think you know. In a perfect world, you should be able to raise an issue with your boss in a professional way and have a good outcome. But we know that, um, especially in small business, um, like in the small business kind of world, um, you know, people will take it personally and um, often be very unprofessional. Yeah, mm, It's a tricky so, one. Yeah. yeah, it is a tricky one. But, uh, yeah, talk to your colleagues is always a good place to start. Solidarity. Solidarity forever. Thank you, Justine, for your excellent (laughs) advice, as always. Uh, We'll talk to you again in a fortnight. Take care. Take care. Cheers, Rachel. Bye. Yeah, take that, the man. Red Dead Redemption with Auckland Union representative Justine Sachs.